Hey folks, Troy Dooley, the Beachside CEO, and I want to welcome you to episode 874. And it, it is a blast to be able to do this. This episode I've titled, It's Not What You Sell, It's What You Stand For. And all Main Street entrepreneurs go through this. It doesn't matter if, if you're a solopreneur, if you've got a small team, if you're a sales and marketing organization, or if you're building something brick and mortar. Everybody is going to go through stages building their business. And the question is, what can we learn from some of the greatest, what I call Main Street entrepreneurs in history? It doesn't matter if it's current ones like Google or Facebook or Apple, or if it's like some of the old ones where we where we see the Disney people and, and we see Harley Davidson, you know, start to build stuff. When you look at these entrepreneurs, and I mean, I can take this worldwide. We see this where Bentley, when he started his company, Porsche, when they started their company, all of them starting from their garage. They started out as these small entrepreneurs. You know, I was just studying something on Honda and seeing what this young 20-something, he'd be a millennial today or a Gen Z. And it's like they start at home. But here's what they all have in common that sometimes we miss. And I'm going to tell you something. I learned this decades ago in a book called The Leadership Challenge. And I, and I challenge you guys to go get a copy of that book because these five pillars that I learned from that is what's really helped me to propel my businesses and the businesses of my clients to a whole new level. Because once you have this down, you start to realize that being a Main Street entrepreneur Whereas it sometimes seems daunting, it's not hard. But what you have to do is you've got to change that chaos. You've got to shift that chaos. Transform it may be a better word into purpose, into knowing what you're doing. And it, and it can never be the, the end goal, the profits. And when you look at every major accomplishment that was brought to history, whether it's business, whether it's political, whether it's religious, doesn't matter what it was, these five pillars are what helped propel them there. And it was never about profits. It was always about people. And, and I don't mean that in some kind of, uh, you know, esoteric way. What I'm saying is people that, that were the Main Street entrepreneurs themselves were looking to make a way of life better for other people. You know, if we go back to the turn of the uh, 19th to the 20th century, one of the giant uh, struggles or challenges that New York City had, as an example, was all of the horse manure that was just piling up in the roads. And every night, guys would come by, they'd shovel it up, they had to figure out a place to, to get rid of it, and it was piling up, and they didn't know what they were going to do, and they were going to pass some ordinances and try to do some stuff. Well, men were out there creating the automobiles. And within a very short time, as the century turned, that one challenge disappeared and became something else. During that time period, though, some entrepreneurs realized, hey, this horse manure actually makes for good fire fuel. They were being able to package it and fuel it, sell it, and people were able to put it in their homes. Of course, that was shifting, too, because we were starting to get oil lamps and electricity at the time. So every time something takes place, 
we see a shift, but it's always about what can we do to make people's lives better? What can we do to make them easier? What can we, what can we do? And at the end of the day, and this goes back to an old Zig Ziglar quote, the more people you help, the more money that you make. And that's my paraphrase of what he said. But here, I want you to write these down. This is a short one today. I'm trying not to make these long. We want to really dig in. I'm excited. The websites are about up. The YouTube channel's going great. Facebook's going great. All this new stuff we're trying out. Volley is starting to pick up. So you can see it's everywhere. Okay, we're out there. We're doing our thing. But the goal is, can we provide you the value? So here's what it is. Number one, model the way. Leaders establish principles concerning the way that their their people, their, their vendors, their peers, their employees, even customers to a certain degree should be treated and the way that they should set their goals. See, when you're modeling the way, when you're not out there telling other people, do it this way, and then you're out here doing something else. And listen, we see that a lot these days. I mean, this is the 21st century, and we've all gone through some, some just, let's just be real, it's been some hellacious times over the last 24 months. And and we'd be told to do one thing and we'd see people doing the other thing and they weren't modeling the way. And this is across the board, politics, business, media, church, it doesn't matter what it is. You have to model the way if you're going to be a Main Street entrepreneur. Second pillar that's there is you have to inspire a shared vision. I was just on the phone with one of my mentors, a sage to me, if you will, and he was calling me saying, Troy, I need some of your advice because he's having to go to someone in his organization and say, listen, you're not inspiring a shared vision. This isn't working for me. And I thought, whoa, I understand. See, when you put the vision together and you're sharing that vision and everybody is, is looking for the win, then all of a sudden everybody brings value to the venture that you're on. All of a sudden, customers are giving you ideas. Employees are giving you ideas. Your vendors are giving you ideas. McDonald's wouldn't be what it is today if a vendor hadn't given the McDonald's brothers an idea, and then he took it and exploded it from there. So you have to follow this up. You have to be able to do this. Number three, challenge the process. Don't just say, well, that's the way we've always done it. Doesn't work that way. I'm getting ready to share a message in church here in a few weeks that is totally against in what some people's minds are the traditions and yet it is traditional so what you have to look at is you've got to challenge the process challenge the status quo i heard a, a thing the other day where a guy was saying you know my wife always cuts the ends off of the roast beef when she's cooking it and i said honey why do you do that and she said well i don't know that's just what my mom did he goes so i went to my my mother-in-law and said look my wife cuts the ends off of the roast before she cooks it why did you do that? And she goes, well, because my mom did it. So he goes to his wife's grandma and says, why do you ladies in this family cut the ends off of the roast? And she goes, oh, honey, that's so simple. She goes, my pan was so small and the roasts were so big, I had to cut them off in order to make it fit. But yet the daughter and the granddaughter had no clue. They just knew this is what grandma taught us to do. So you have to challenge the process. You've got to go out there and dominate the industry. And don't look at all your competitors. Be the competitor. Be the one that's out there making a new path to, to something better. Because if you can find the need and you can fill it, sky's the limit on what your Main Street venture is going to be in your own hometown. 
Listen, it doesn't have to go national or international. You can change the world starting right there at your home. That's the key right there. Number four is enable others to act. Leaders, Main Street entrepreneurs foster collaboration and they build a spirit of a team. Not like my friend who's being deflated right now because his 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 business partner's really making it all about himself and not about the organization. You have to inspire others to want to act. Look, in corporate America, sometimes when you get in those big bureaucratic areas, people, it's frowned upon if they act on their own, if they take initiative. You want your organization right there on Main Street to take the initiative. Whether you're a barista, whether you're running a flower shop or a, or a, or a hardware store, or you're starting a an insurance agency or real estate, or you or you you've got a small health and wellness. I don't care what it is, whatever it is, get everyone to say, "Hey, I think I I got an idea." Everybody acts, and last, and this is the most important, you have to encourage the heart. Miss Tammy Henderson runs a restaurant in Freeport, Florida, called Sweet Southern, and and all through the pandemic. Her and her husband, Jimmy, made sure that food was still going out to first responders, still going out to businesses. Even though they couldn't open up their establishment, they'd take orders. They'd, they'd make sure the orders got out. She'd make sure that they could go and pick up their food through a window. And then this was the good one without anybody really knowing. And even to this day, she won't tell you who she's helped. She was able to set food outside of her door for the homeless community. Just a few weeks ago, I watched her encourage the heart of a couple that had driven to Florida thinking they had a job just to find out that they didn't have a job. And the last of their money was going to put fuel in their car and have a hotel. When they found a job, she fed them for a few days until they could get their money on their feet. She encourages a heart. And every time somebody knows that her or her family's in trouble, they're there because she's been there for other people. If you apply these five principles right here, I guarantee you whether you're just now starting your business or whether you're trying to make a shift in a turnaround now that we're post-pandemic, these five pillars, I, I think you, you, you might be able to see a collapse in timeframes to where you get into cash flow and profitability maybe 10 times faster than what you anticipated. I challenge you to buy the book, Leadership Challenge. Dig deeper into what I've shared here. Listen to our podcast because we are going to take each one of these pillars and dig deep in them in the next few weeks. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous, stay strong. And if you're a Main Street entrepreneur, act like it.